morning for a show for Limori. Um, we just started yesterday the three things that uh, Rabbi Shmuel ben Anisha was told by the Suriel um, Sa'a upon him perhaps just to start that again. Um, it's the second uh, middle sized line down, on the, uh, the two dots there. As we discussed yesterday, uh, Rabbi Shmuel ben Anisha went up to Shamaim, whatever that means, using a shame and uh, what age, etc., etc. So three things he said this Suri al upon him told him. Number one, Al Titul Khaluk Khoshafris Miyada Shamash. You shouldn't take your shirt, basically your clothes in the morning from the hand of the Shamash of the of your servant. Um, seemingly from Rashi it's nothing to do with Nagel after that halakha. That's Tamadin you should take it yourself. Al Titul Khaluk Khoshafris Miyada Shamash Batildash. Number two is Al Titul Yodak on the Mishalinat al Yodov. You shouldn't wash your hands in the morning from somebody who has not washed his hands. In other words, you shouldn't let somebody who has not washed Negevasa, let him wash your hands. And uh, the reason for that is, the Beishyesi brings a Zayar, based on the Pasuk, the Hizar, Tara, and Atome, that a Torah person should uh, place the water in the, um, on the Tome person, not the Hizar, Atome, Al Atome. Therefore, the person washing your hands should not be somebody who has not washed Negevasa. And we pointed out that this idea, I did double check this yesterday, is, um, and does seem to be the reasoning behind the Hadokha in Hilchah's uh, Birkas Karanim. There the Machabe says that, um, says, other besides the fact that the Karanim obviously have to wash their hands before Birkas Karanim, the people to wash their hands are the Levim. And if, just as an aside, if there's no Levim there, then the Bechorim wash, wash their, uh, the wash their hands, and if there's no Bechorim, then the Karanim should wash it himself, he shouldn't let the Yisrael wash his hands. So, um, says the Mechaber, though, he says that the, besides the Kohen, uh, besides the Levi washing the Kohen's hands, the Levi Yutzak Mayim Alideyem, the Kohen Lochein Yitzel Alibi Yodel. So before that, the Levi should wash his own hands. And the Ramah says, the Leviim are not knowing to do that, rather they're saying on washing their hands in the morning for Negevah. And the Mishra brings from the Bach and others that uh, nonetheless, if, um, if the lady has been Mesiyatas, or he knows he's touched his body somewhere, then he should wash his hands before washing the Kernan's hands. Now what is the basis, what's the idea, why should the lady have to wash his hands first? And we suggested it's exactly the same idea. Because of this idea that the Hizar HaTohar Al-Atomi. The Tohar should be, that the lady should first be Mesiyatas himself, that's exactly what his Nashman, the Shari Teshuvah, brings from a Safad Tzniyusa. It says, Tano Levi, Mande is Kaddish, Kano Adyodai, Boyhud is Kadosha Bekadmesa. That the one, the Levi who's going to be Mekadish, the hands of the Kohen, should be Mekadish himself first, should be Mekadish his own hands first. Um, so, what exactly is the, um, the reason why the, the Levi are not knowing to. I think perhaps the beer is like this. And by the way, I did find the Orach HaShulchan says that is Shas in the in the, um, the Mechada. Some, somebody said to me yesterday after, after the Shir, they wanted to say that the reason is because it's, it's, they thought the reason was because in case the lady comes to touch the Kermit's hand. Which, I mean, definitely is a practical uh, issue in it, but I don't think that's the, that doesn't seem to be the reason there. Because, um, say, it's a Chiyot then, it wouldn't be a Chiyot for a lady to wash that, just be careful you don't touch the Kermit's hand. 
But um, the the the, uh, the the reason seems to be because of this way of Allah Tommy, that's exactly what Allah Hashem says. Because Yahweh Hashem is Yahweh Allah That, um, but what, what we, so why is it that the, we are not made? I, I think the reason, just very because it's not really our Indian, but just the ones who brought it in, I think the beer is about this. That there is, there is a shift of the Ramam, the Ramam Paskins, that the, the Kurnans do not have to wash their hands. The Kurnai have to wash their hands in the morning for Nagelach. Now, we do not pass them at the Rambam. We pass them at the Kohen and do have to wash their hands. But we are gracious to the shift of the Rambam. And that is insofar as the Kohen do not make a bracha on washing their hands to the Kohen. Because according to the Rambam, they don't need to wash their hands at all. They've already washed their hands in the morning. So we do wash their hands, but they don't make a bracha on it. Now, if they've been misyatat, or they've, they've touched somewhere, that's the, strictly speaking, they should make a bracha, but the Mishra Baruch for various reasons says they don't. So, um, so, oh, so we're, we're machmeh like the Ramam. We're machmeh like the Ramam that, um, sorry, we are machmeh not like the Ramam, in other words, that we, the Kurdim do have to wash their hands. But they just don't make a broth on it. Now, when it comes to the Levim, I think the shot is that the Levim, we are Mako, and we rely on the Ramam, because that's the lotion of the, the Ramah. He says they rely, they rely on having washed their hands in the morning. That seems to be the beer in the in the in the minad. Therefore, if they have touched their body or something like that, then they would have to wash their hands again. That seems to be a, the, the beer in that. We ended off yesterday with a with a with a different question, and that is in fact before we come to that, we did mention that the Morgan Avram says since this is the reason because of the Yitzhar Alatomi, therefore there's no problem with somebody else bringing the water to him if they haven't washed their hands. It's only the actual washing. The Taz actually takes it further. The Taz says who are then. If you're washing uh, somebody's hands for the su'uda, therefore if you're washing your hands, your kids' uh, hands, you can't do that. Uh, if you wash your hands first, but people generally don't do that. And the reason why people generally don't do that is because we don't seem to take on like the tals. The Rabba brings a whole, uh, brings a whole to our chedik on the tals and say it's a din in negovat in the morning, not a din in, uh, in any other washing. But somebody wants to be much like the tals, they will be much fit to wash their hands first before washing other people's hands. Um, but, a question which we did end off with yesterday, and that was the Eliyahu Rabbah asked the question, and that was like this, that when a person washes his own hands, surely he's going to end up with the same problem. So you're holding the water in your left hand, you're pouring it onto your right hand, where your left hand is Tomei. That was the question we ended off with yesterday. Can anyone suggest any answer to that? It's like a catch-22. You always have to get somebody else to wash your hands, but that person has to wash his hands first. Yes. So who, how's the first person going to wash his hands? So I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you what that earlier Rabbit says. It's just very, very sort of straightforward. And that is that the problem is only if somebody has not washed his hands, washing your hands, because he's, got, he's not being Isaac in Sahara at all. But if you're washing your hands and you are being Isaac in Sahara, that's, that's not a problem. The Hizar means only if the person putting the Parazumo ashes on you is not being Isaac Batara himself. Then he has to be Torah. That's what he wants to say. I was thinking that maybe, though I don't really know, but there are shifters, there are shifters who hold that you actually you don't do it like we do, but say you're going to do it one, two, three alternating hands. There are those who hold you just do it three times on each hand. But we do not. I mean, generally people do not go like that. Some people are much more apparently to do both. 
But, um, yeah. But if you did, you did three times on, on one hand and three times on the other hand, but the other it does work, you've got no more water, I suppose. So that's only because we rely on the other ship which holds it works. But it does seem they are sort of uh, exclusive of, of one another. In other words, the one who holds it's got to be done, the Sirug it holds, it will not work if you do it three times on each hand. Now, if that's the case, it would seem that the process is not shut well. I wash each hand, I've got Tumma in my hands, because we know the Tumma goes from the body and it ends up in, when, when the first wakes up in the morning, it's in the hands, that's why we wash the hands. The Tumma from the body and from, from the night. So it doesn't mean that, well, you just wash your hands three times and that's it, you become sorry. It doesn't seem, it seems it's a process. By washing the hands, the Sirugit, alternating between the two hands, then your whole body is purified. How that works, I have no idea. And therefore, I would like to suggest, as I said, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I would like to suggest that until you wash the sixth time, you remain in the state of tumor. So therefore, as the water comes onto the... The problem is only the Hizatar al-Akhame is only going to be on that sixth time. Because that's the time when you're actually being the time yourself. Yeah? And at that stage, they come with us up, they come together. As you are Messiah, you do the sixth pouring, you are being Messiah yourself, and you are the one who's pouring the water. So the person pouring the water becomes Messiah at the same time. It's basically a similar sort of idea to the Edorab. You're often, you're being Messiah yourself at the same time, so therefore it would, uh, it would uh, work. And so I'm not sure whether, whether it's true, because you also have to know why I'm Messiah ran out after five times. Does that mean one hand is far or not? I didn't manage, I was wondering about this, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it's just ceremonial when you're doing it the other times. So, but, I'm sure you probably, it's only ceremonial and it's the prime time that is there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's more or less what, what I'm suggesting. I wouldn't say it's ceremonial, but the, it's the last time which sort of finally removes the tunnel. It's not the... the so therefore, it would be, we'd have to know what would happen if you only did it five times. Does that mean one hand is tired now, or you've got nothing? So according to those who say you've just got to pour on each hand three times, it could be it would work. But according to those who hold that you've got to alternate and do it three times on each hand like that, does that mean until I pour the sixth time I've got nothing? Or it means if I've done it five times, it means at least the right hand will be tired. I don't know. Yes. Besides the God, it says uh, eight times because to get rid of the, the, the Tahara, uh, the, the, the Tommy water. But uh, other than that, uh, yes, everyone says six times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, they talk about if you don't have any water, you can just clean your hands, but it doesn't have the gummy, it doesn't have the gummy everything. But yeah, the gummy, the water, six times, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know, Okay, so that's the second one. Continues on the Gemara. What was the third thing he was told? The asparagus You should only return this, this uh, cup of uh, this uh, asparagus which we learned about yesterday. You should only return it to the person who gives it to you. Why? Because of, it's, that means a group of demons who will attack a person. Some say it's Kalganis it's a group of destructive angels who are mistaken over the other while waiting for the person to sort of wait, waiting in ambush. So when will somebody come to be over one of these things? The Yerokin, then he will be 
sort of a ensnare. He will be trapped. So in other words, this is the advice he gave Rabbi Shmuel and Elisha. Don't do any of these three things. They're all Esachon of the person. Take your clothes yourself in the morning. Don't let somebody else wash your hands if they haven't washed Negev after themselves. And don't give this Esachon back to the to, to somebody other than the person who gave it to you to start with. And therefore, going back to what, just uh, very briefly, what we spoke about yesterday, when we said there's nine things, and now Bryson says the sixth thing said about this case of virus, and we counted nine, so when we group together the last two, I'm actually going to re-suggest, because I said the last two which, which we grouped together were to do with Nether. And therefore, instead of putting literally the last two, I would put the penultimate and the one before the penultimate together. I.e., that... Um, Returning it to the person who gave it to you, because that's clear, that's Sarkono. And to spit out afterwards is also because it's a Sarkono, a person will become a failure if he doesn't spit out afterwards. The instant of the Mino, then it would have to go on its own. On the other hand, you could still say, like we said yesterday, that uh, maybe you could say that the Eimachim, that's a Sarkono. Then the last two, the Reik Akar of the instant of the is to do with it become a failure. It's simple, that has to do with, uh, with medicine. If he doesn't spit out afterwards, the saliva is very bad for the person. Or if he doesn't uh, eat afterwards to do with the same min, also, it's bad for the person. The diet is bad for the person. So actually now I'm thinking about it, it could be that's better to stick to what we said yesterday. It could be those last two are really, that's to do with actual sort of diet, di- dietary uh, information. To spit out and to be so much for me, you know? And the one before it is something on its own that's actually to do with nether, to do with malachi chapolo and, uh, and demons and these sort of things. That's nothing to do with dietary. That's to do with uh, simple things. We don't really understand why that is. That's just the way it is. Um, so therefore, as I said, we, we could sort of pl- play around with that, but I think actually now, with second, uh, on second thoughts, it could be the stick to what we said yesterday. Continues on the Gemara. Om Rabbi Shabbanedi. Shalosha, the one in Sarkli, Malachi Movis. The Malachi Movis told me three things. Number one, as we said, don't take in the morning your uh, clothes from the hand of the shamish, of the servant, even if he's washed his hands, the tilbash and then put it on. They also tell you, so far the same as Rishma ben Elisha, don't let somebody who hasn't washed Nikola also wash your hands. And number three, this is different, do not stand in front of the women when they're coming back from, um, from a, a funeral, from bearing a mace. Because I am dancing and uh, walking in front of them. I've got my sword in my hand. And I have permission to meet out uh, damage. If a person does meet the Malachamovas at that time, what should he do about it? Linshaf Medukhti should jump back from his place, Arba Amas, four Amas. E Ikonahara, if there's a river in front of him, the Abri should go over the river. Then the Mamakamovas won't follow him. The Ikonahara, if there's another route he can take, Lazar boy should go down that route rather than going on the one which the women are going, I assume. The Ikonahara, if there's a wall, Leiko Akhara should stand behind the wall. The Loya, if he doesn't have any of these options, Lihabe Ape. He should turn his face towards the Malacham of Esmenema and say the Pasuk, Vayim HaShem El-Asotan, and HaShem said to the Sotan, Yigar HaShem B'chor, HaShem should uh, sort of have a go at you, B'gom, etc. Ad B'chor Zimineh, until they pass on from uh, in front of him. Omer Abizeva. 
Omer Rabbi Abol. Women don't go to base and some women do, some women don't. Different men all. Well, this, well, men are mace, we're, we're assuming that. It could, could be at a bias, would you know, but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 you see, again, it doesn't necessarily prove that they're going to be so. Stuff with Minam Mace is ready, he's got the Malachamonis, he's got Shita that time. Okay. Omer Rabbi Zeda, Omer Rabbi Avol. Says Rabbi Zeda in the name of Rabbi Avol. The Omer Law for Masnisa Tana. And some say it was taught in a brighter. Asara Devarim Namru Bukeshal Baracha. Ten things were said about a Koshal Baracha. What are these ten things? Tonin Hazacha Ushtifa. We're going to speak about them in a little more detail afterwards. But the coast needs to be washed out on the inside and the outside. Hadofa ushtifo. Hadofa means rinsed out on the inside and shtifo means on the outside. Um, we'll see, I mean, we're going to see this all in the Gemara, but hadofa uh, ushtifo, that's number one and two. Chai umore, number three and four is that the, it should be chai, which we'll speak about again, what we've spoken a little about that in the past, we'll speak more about it soon, but for the moment, we'll assume that means the wine should be undiluted, which we have to explain what that means. Umale and the cup should be full. Number five and six is itur the itur. Itur means that you should create like a, so to speak, a crown round the kosher barachol. We'll have to see what that means. The itur means that a person should wrap himself. That means wear some sort of head covering. Noitilo bishteyodov venotino biyamin. He should take it, number seven and eight are, he should take it, receive it in two hands, and then give it over to the right hand. In other words, when it's given to you, take it in both hands, and then put it into your right hand to hold it, for the benching, or whatever you're doing with it. And you should raise it from the ground, a tepah, as Rashi says, if you're sitting on the ground, if you're sitting by the table, lift it up a tepah from the table. And then, and finally, number ten, is you should literally place your eyes on it. The Yish Omen, in some say an eleventh thing, he should also send it, after you've made the broth on it, you should send it, literally as a matana, to the people of his house. The trust he says means his wife. You should send it to one's wife. Now, as I said, we'll speak about each one, I think more or less each one, we'll speak about soon, but we'll, in a little more detail. But before we get to that, Omer Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says, Onu Eilonu Bilvad. We only have four of them. We only have four. What are those four? Hadokha, Shatifa, Chai, Umare. This is the only four we actually have, La Hadokha. Hadokha, Shatifa, Chai, Umare. Says the Gemara, Tana, it's been taught. We'll go through this first, we'll think about it a little bit, and then we'll probably go back to that statement of Rabbi Yechonah. What actually do we have to keep loud off of? But let's just first see what the Gemara says about that. Tana has been taught. That Hadokha means cleaning it out, rinsing it out on the inside, and Shtifa means doing it on the outside. Says Tosus. Shtifa. 
Ra'adokho mebifnim. The fourth place is on the page. Upirishri, and the re explains, Dafka she'en akhosi offer. That's Dafka if the cup is not clean. Shayishbo she'yure kosos. That it's got, which means the leftovers of cups. Or you've been drinking from it during the meal. Or you've been dipping your bread in it during the meal. Avon imu yofet. The lavhoti. If it's nice and clean without that, without you cleaning it out, shafri zomit is perfectly fine. The lobo inon elashi yehi kosher barafa yofa. All we need at the end of the day is that the kosher barafa, the kosher looks nice, clean, shining. That's all we need. This is quoted by the Tamil Dira Bimiyona as well. They say, nonetheless, the minak ha'olam is to wash it out unless it's absolutely shiny. If you've been drinking from it, wash it out. Um, now, that is also brought in halacha. That's exactly the way it's brought. Is unless it's absolutely shining, clean, the minak is to wash it out. I think some people are makhfid, nonetheless, always to wash it out. Some people are always makhfid to wash it out. Um, even if it has been cleaned uh, from last time with very liquid and it's not a shining, it's just been shined up, still they have the minag to, to, uh, to clean it out. But strictly speaking, if it's clean already, there's no din to have, there's no chiyot to have to clean it out. And um, the Mishra brings he brings from the that it's not after washing with water, you can use a cloth to clean it. As long as you make it nice and clean, shining, that's all that we, uh, that we actually need. That's the, the Hadotha and Shtifa. Next thing says the Gemara. Omer Rabbi Yechonon, says Rabbi Yechonon. Koran Avoich al Tzmodech. Anyone who makes a bracha over a full cup, noisen in the Nachad Olbeli Mitzorim. They give him a, literally, a, a, a heritage without any limits. Shenem, as it says, Umolei Berkas Hashem, which we're, we're touching now to mean, if the bracha of Hashem is over a full cup, then Yom Vidorim Yerosha. He will receive, as Yerosha, I suppose, with Taiching, Yom Vidorim, literally the west and the south. Let's just see a little further, and then we'll come back to that. Rabbi Yehudi Bachanino Ome, he says, Zoycheva Nechel Shnei Olam. He will merit two worlds: Ha'olam Azer, the Ha'olam Abol. This world and the next world. Now, where do you see this in the Potsuk, Yom Vadonim Birosha? Where do you see anything about this? So, if you take a look, and I think that Tamid Rabbi Nayyana, all he says is, well, it says you get an inheritance in this world, that's Oedam Azeh. There's no such thing as a mitzvah where you get reward in this world, not in the next world. It's Karen Kayyam Azeh, Oedam Azeh, self implied. If you take a look at Tosin, Tosin says, Something which you'd expect from the Maharal or something like that, not from Tosis. But here you see, Zoycha Lishnei Olam. Says Tosis, Pirish Harav Rabbi Yosi, Mimar Silaya. Mizahamale Nimechtab Yom Vidorim, Rosh. He could have just written Yom Vidorim Rosh. Why Yeresha? Because of Yeresha, are Yud, Hey Yeseira. You've got a Yud and a Hey which are extra. Uva Yud and the Hey, Nibru Shnei Olam. Because I mean on Bath, okay, that's as we say in Manasseh. We say that the two worlds were created with the Yurt and the Hayab HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name. Ki Hashem Because with the Yurt and the K of Hashem Tzureilonim He forms worlds. Al-Tukhe Tzureilat Tzareilat So therefore Yeresha, the Yurt and the Hay 
are a remez to this world and the next world. That's where you see it, he says. Perhaps I think you could possibly also add to it that Yom Vizorim, why Yom Vizorim? Why not the north and east? Why Yom Vizorim? Well, if you think about the west side of the Mishkan, what was on the west side? West side of the Mishkan was the Oren. That's spirituality, that's Torah. What was on the southern side of the Mishkan? Was the Menorah. Represents the light of Torah. Whereas on the, set, on the north side, that was the short one, that represents Gashmas. And on the eastern side, well that's what you have in the Zayah, that's the Anas, it's again Gashmas. So there's a, an, an allusion to this, Yom Vizorim, that's it. That's the, that's the, the sort of the, contained in the Potluck is an allusion to the Olam Abotika aspect. And it could be that's the Nakhalo Beli Metzorim, because we know the light, light continues on. It's not for uh, other factors, light just goes on and on and on. So to the, the, uh, the uh, orange, the orange didn't take up any place. It was believed in it was, it was above the parameters, the dimensions of time and space. Perhaps that, that, that's an added dimension to it. Fine. That's the idea of Molly. We're going to speak a little more about that soon. What does it mean, Molly? Molly, by the way, is no stepping point the equivalent. Your cup is not full, as long as you've got, you've got a revere, so you don't say the, the mitzvah of whatever you're doing. So the question is, what is molly? Does that mean right from the top? You've got to check, you know, the meniscus is literally right on the top, or it means towards the top. Not so posh, but we'll see. We'll speak, see we'll speak about that too, let's touch that. It's up. Um, huh? There's an Indian in it. Here we can have to start our offer, just ask you Okay, yeah. Itur. Um, oh, so Itur. Rabbi Yehuda ma'atereyu betalmidah. Now, what is Itur? Literally putting a crown around it. So Rabbi Yehuda, he used to literally crown it with his talmidim. He'd have his talmidim sitting around him as he made the brothel. Rafsista ma'atereyu benatleyu. Whereas Rafsista, he used to make a crown out of cups. I bet that one you'll see is, is not brought to the Shulchan Aruch. That's the only one which is not mentioned at all, not in the Shulchan Aruch. I don't think even in the Mishnah Brewer. But for those who are made like the God, crown it with cups. Now, in other words, you have your cup here, you have your Kiddush cup here, and around sort of a semicircle around the top of it, you have, it's actually six cups you used to do. So my Sarabi used to use six cups. Um, oh, what is chai? Now these words, Amar Abchanan Uva Chai. The I think you'll find the Gon takes out some of it. It's, it's, it's based on the gift of the Rif, um, and therefore we'll just read it as the, as the Gon reads it, which is chai. What does it mean? It has to be chai. Has to be undiluted. So Amar Abshesha says Abshesha Uva Bechas Ha'Oret. Now that you also change and it should say, Az Birkat until the second Brokha adventure. 
Now, just leave that for a second. We'll speak more about that in a minute. Itur. I'll just tell you roughly what that means. That is, basically, until you get to know the Lachar, the wine, wine is undiluted. When you get to know the Lachar, then the wine has to be diluted. We'll have to explain what that means. Itur. What is Itur? The Rav Yosef Ma'atev Viyotis. Rav Popa used to, Rav Popa used to, he used to wrap his head, he used to wear a, a head, sort of a, oh, a scarf, and he'd, um, that's how he'd sit there to bench. Rav Asi Poris Sudra Al-Rashi, Rav Asi would just put a scarf over his head, and he'd bench like that. And this is where it comes from, brought to the Mishnah Bura, he says that a person went benching, should really wear a hat and possibly even a jacket, but definitely a hat. He says that's where the minar comes from, is based on this, it's the ituf. The ituf is, although strictly speaking the ituf in those days was because they didn't, not everyone actually covered their head at all. That's strictly speaking what the ituf means. He says that's where the minar comes from, he says, you know, saying that the minar comes from to wear a hat, and he says some people even wear a jacket for a benching. He says even if you're not using a kosher, but after some for benching, that a person should, should uh, dress up for the occasion. Then we say you should receive it in your two hands. Where's the pot for that? That you receive it in your two hands. That you take it in your two hands. So he says, um, by the way, the ma'atif I said before, and I said was, was actually a, a scarf. It wasn't, Rapop, when it says ma'atif, he actually he wraps himself in his talus, Rashi says. Then Rav Asi, he sort of spread, spread a scarf over his head. So one used his talus, one used the scarf. So note to the Yodov, Omer Rav Sinan or Bar Popo, Me'ekorol, where's the possible for that? So he says, but it says, Zeche, um, sorry, Se'uye Dechem Kodesh Uvorchu Es Hashem. Raise your hands, Kodesh, and bless Hashem. So it's in the plural. So you should receive it in your two hands. And the explanation given to this, I think it's the Tals who says, is because is to show how much you you uh, care for this mitzvah, how, um, how much chavibus you have for this mitzvah, that you want to take it in your two hands. But then, for no you mean, you give it over to your right hand. You give it over to your right hand. Some say if you're left-handed, then you have it in your left hand. But uh, you give it over to your right hand, as if to show now, it's not a burden on me, I want to hold this carpet. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honour for me to be able to make this broth over the cup, and if you hold it in your strong hand, I in your right hand. The early ones, they asked, What's the dip? Can you use the left hand to support the right hand? So, Omar Ravashi says, Ravashi, since the early ones, they had it as a question, and they weren't able to answer it, we have to do the Chumrah, i.e., we have to, um, we do not support the right hand with the left hand. If you take a look at Tosus, Tosus on the previous page says, what, what was the shy there? Samal Maushet to say, Yeah, it means the Kosik. We're talking about with big cups over a Shvedish Tavis, or we're talking about on a Shvedish Tavis, Shechadis Peshavis, which fell on Shabbos, Shubachanaka, which is also Chanaka, 
Over in the sooner, we're talking about other customer, the Zorich Larif, and the Kitsu, we're talking about why does he have to support it with his left hand? Because he's a heavy cup with a very long benching. So because of that, a person, it's hard to hold it with a lot of benching because he wants to use both hands. Not more wine, no, no, not more wine. You've got to hold it for a longer time, so if it gets a bit harder to hold. Oh, oh, no. So, Lahalok, as we said, you don't support it with your, with your left hand. What that means is, says the Ramah, what that means is you don't hold it sort of higher up on the cup, and you don't, you don't, t- and basically you don't touch the cup at all with your left hand. But they say what you are allowed to do is, you can put your left hand under your right hand, you can hold it like that. Yeah, you can put your hand up to your elbow. However, there are those who disagree with the Ramah on that, and they say, I mean, it's not the Ramah, the Ramah's just quoting, maybe it's the Shibbara, okay, so the kids are, they disagree with that, and they say that uh, now for the Mishaburah Parson, he says, unless it's an absolute failure, you shouldn't do it. Hold it just with your right hand. Then we said, Umar Biyam in Atarika. Oh, so when you hold it in your right hand, you, if you want to do it, I'll pick Kabbalah. The Shalosh says, the Mishaburah brings it, you should hold it with the face of the cup in your hand, in the palm of your hand. Okay? So the base of the cup in your hand, and then your fingers should be facing upwards. So basically, you wrap your fingers around the base, and you hold it like that. Okay? Now, you not hold it in the middle like you hold a drinking cup. You hold it in the middle with your fingers wrapped around the cup. Rather, you hold it underneath, from the base, and you have the base sitting in the palm of your hand, and then you have your fingers all facing upwards like that, so it's probably to be macabre the chef of brother. That's probably where it comes from, but... What do you mean, if you put your fingers in between the stem? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, I suppose you, you've, you've at least got the fingers up. I don't know whether, whether he wants the duck does it. I don't know. Could be, could, could well be, you don't, could be, you don't, it doesn't, it's more the fingers being upright, but uh, I'm not sure. Uh, it could be, it's also it come to the cup, there's an anonymous cup as well, so it could be not. could be a duck, the kapha katoyas. I don't know what the what the shlal's basis is. I mean, you can only, uh, I'm sure, it's, look inside. You may find a little more about it. But there are in yonim you find by the kapha, I know as well. Kapha katoyas. Okay. Um, so umadviyom in akarka tefach. Then we said you should lift it up from the ground the tefach, which we said that means if you're on the ground, if you're not on the ground, if you're sitting by the table as generally we do, you should lift it from the table the tefach. That's not to be Kena the cup. Why do you do that? Where's the pasuk for that? It's a pasuk which says, I will raise up the cup of salvation and I will call out in the name of Hashem. I will make a bracha. So you lift up the cup and the reason for that is that everyone should be able to see it. Everyone should be able to see it. That's, I think, the Torah spells out. Then we say, One should place his eyes on the cup. Why? You should look at the cup. In order that a person's attention should be diverted from, what he, from the mitzvah at hand. That's why. So the Ramah says, the Ramah understands, what that means to say is, you have to be able to see the why. 
See, so don't use one of these cups which is very sort of tall and thick. You call them not a goblet, uh, whatever, there's, there's a word for that, but you, you know what I mean. A, a long sort of crystal flute. Uh, okay, yeah. But the kit is one of these very long but thin, because he says no one can see the wine. Um, but the Akhrenim say they don't know where the, where, where the Ramal gets it from, or wherever the Ramal's. Who says you've got to be able to see the wine? You've got to be able to see the cup. So I did only set up in me. So, so therefore they say it's loved after. Because remember, everyone's supposed to be able to see the cup. That's why you set up the tapa. So therefore they say it's loved. Therefore they say if you can get another cup, then very good. Get another cup which has got people can actually see the wine. But if not, don't worry about it. That's what the Mishabura brings. And finally, the last thing we said is when a shagaro the anche one should literally send it over to the people of his house, i.e. to the wife, as a maton. Why? What's the reason for that? In order that his wife will be blessed. In other words, after you've drunk from it, you should give it to your wife to drink from it as well. So, Ula Ikla Lebei Rav Nachman. Ula came to the house of Rav Nachman. Korech Rifta, and he ate bread there. And Borech Berechas Mazona, and he made Berechas Hamilton. And Yoav Leikasa, the Berechas Ala Rav Nachman. And he gave the coast, Shalbrocha, he gave it to Rav Nachman. So, Amalei Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman said to him, he said to Ula, Lishaber Ma'akasa, the Berechas Ala No, 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 send the cup, the coast Shalbrocha, Send it to my wife, Yalta. So, Omale, so Ula said to him, Hokiyama Rabbi Yechanan, this is what Rabbi Yechanan says, Ain pre-vitnos shal ish misporich erom in pre-vitnos shal... So again, Ain pre-vitnos shal isho misporich erom in pre-vitnos shal ish. Literally, the fruit of the womb of the... of the... Uh, of the woman is only blessed from the pre-vitan, the stomach of the man. Shanem, as it says, I says he will bless the fruit of your stomach. Your better. It doesn't say hers. Now, the interesting thing is, carry on that apostle, what does it say? Hold on, where is it? It says, uh, Yeah, there's a bottle of the other thing. Can't think of it now. It's, it's not from that bottle. But the kid what, what is what is the Indian in this? What is the Indian in, in uh, a. In, in, uh, we said that the, the woman is blessed through the man. The answer, if you think about it, the basic idea is, the kid is, that the woman takes the potential of the man and she makes it, she brings it to fruition. She takes the, sort of, the, I suppose, in the, sort of the, the very, very earlier stages and um, she creates a child out of it, but it comes in the initial stages from the man. That's what it means. Uveirab Prividnacha, she is misbarish from the man. That's what he says to so uh, when Yalta heard that, she wasn't particularly impressed with that. At the hockey at that point, Shama Yalta, Yalta heard what was going on, 
And Kamal Bezir Roshi got up in a fury. We all saw the Bechamra and she went to the, uh, to the wine cellar. She went to the house where the wine was. The Tabra Dalad Meo Doni de Chamra and she smashed 400 barrels of wine. We think this 400 uh, comes up again. We had that earlier. Yeah, we had that earlier, remember? Huh? We spoke about Ephraim at the time, yeah? Well, it wasn't Rabbi Yehuda, but yeah. That's right, that's right. It was, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's the idea of... It's in the figure of, of, uh, of uh, what's it called, of the Ephraim Shalav, it's up here. Um, I think it's Rabbi Zayr. I'm not, uh, hold on. Rapuna. Anyway, so, again, I'm, I'm sure we've got what to think about there. But the kid, so she wasn't sickly impressed. So, Omri Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman said to, said to Ula, look, just make her happy. Send her a different cup. So, Sholachlos, he sent to her, and he said, look, all that I'm sending you, all this wine here, it's all part of the Kosher of Racha. So Shokhadeh, she sent back to him, Mimazure Midi. From somebody who does his rounds, somebody who goes around the cities, Midi, you end up with lots of work. Because he's always, always going around people's houses, he gets all, all the news, the latest news, he, gets, he can tell you, fill you in on, on all of it. And from rag, calmly, you get life. The Kitsa, she said, Stop waffling and trying to, um, as they say, fob me off. Do, do away with me. Sort of just say, yeah, yeah, here's the kosher bracha. You think I don't realise? This is not the kosher bracha. I wanted the kosher bracha. You didn't give me the kosher bracha. She was broiker. Okay? Now that brings us to the end of this, this thing of the 10 stroke 11, things of kosher bracha. What we'll speak about tomorrow is we'll go back and we'll speak about that statement of Rabbi Yochanan. There's a few things we're going to speak about tomorrow. Number one, we'll, 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 we'll sort of leave it here, but we'll speak about number one. Rabbi Yochanan said that nowadays we've only got four things. The Adolfos, Chai, and Mordor. What do we have nowadays? Is that the only things we have? Should we be trying to keep more than that? And if we are supposed to be keeping more than that, what are the things we should be keeping? Question number two. What is, when we speak about Mole, does Mole mean Mole al-Kol Gadosov, as we said, you've got to check the meniscus, or does that mean as long as it's Kinnat Mole? Right, as Rosh Hashanah used to say under, under the, I think especially under the Chuppah, I'm not sure if it's actually, I think there may be two different things. Rosh Hashanah I can tell you already now, said that you don't have to have Mamash Mole to the top. But definitely, I don't know if it's Rosh Hashanah or somebody else said, definitely you should bear that in mind if you're being Masada Kedushin, shouldn't be much at the expense of the colour's dress. Okay, so um, that's the... Um, I think for that reason, I think, I think actually for that reason, uh, Scheinberg used to use white wine. He used to tell them to use white wine to... sort of uh, a, a goddle thinking about other people at, 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 at that time. But that's another thing in this morning. And the last thing we're going to speak about, the, the, the other major Indian we'll speak about is, what is this Indian of Chai? They are going to actually tie in with one another. What is this opinion of Chai? Diluted wine, undiluted wine, or we've seen a shot about the cup having to be, to be, uh, to be uh, complete. So, based on that, if we're so much about the cup, could one use the Kiddush 
or break some water, or any kosher broth for that matter, could one use a plastic cup, a uh, disposable cup, could one use that, we'll speak about that, Shavuot, Ramosha, Feinstein about that, and uh, others as well. So you can have a speak about that tomorrow, guys.